Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Only Rahab, here we go, here's our girl, only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all who are in her house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. Could you imagine that conversation? All right, guys, we're getting ready. We're going to go to battle, but you got to save Rahab the harlot. Look wait. for the rope. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait. Excuse me, sir. How do we meet this harlot? Yeah. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you, did say, you say harlot? harlot? <laughs> hey, guys. So like, y'all want to get a real harlot? <laughs> hey, guys. Um, You want to explain this to us? How did you go and meet this, you know, air quotes, yeah. harlot? How did how we did, not know about this? <laughs> how did How did this go happen? How did you meet her? Exactly what capacity did we meet her? Why have we not been given this scoop? Yeah, exactly. So that might have been an interesting question, too, for those guys saying, hey, only Rahab the harlot's going to live. Wait, what did she? How's this working out? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. then it goes on because she hid the messengers. What were you doing there in the first place? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Their mom's over over there with their hands on their hips going, (laughs) excuse me, son. And how did you get to meet this woman? And exactly what happened. Hey, if you can't get into the story, how can you make it apply and how can you make it fun? People who, like Ray says, you know, if you're not, if this doesn't excite you, you're not reading it. Right, or if what the Bible Dove doesn't yeah, excite you. you. Or Dove says, if it doesn't excite you, your wood's wet. Oh my God, that's funny. Which, <laughs> that's a whole other story. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, so what we do know from verses 16 through 17 is that um, the Jews kept their word. Yes. They commanded them to protect Rahab and her family because Mm -hmm. of the oath that she made with the messengers. Everybody kept their word. Um, They kept their pact with her. So then we're going to jump down to verse 22, still chapter six, because then we pick back up with Rahab. Some other things happen um, in between 17 and 22, but we're going to skip and we're just going to go to 22. It says, but Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house, still calling her harlot, go into the harlot's house, and from there bring out the woman and all that she has, as you swore to her. And the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab, her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that she had. So they brought out all her relatives and left them outside the camp of Israel. But they burned the city and all that was in it with fire. Only the silver and the gold and the vessels of bronze and iron they put in the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua spared Rahab the harlot, her father's household, and all that she had. So she dwells in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. When we were in Israel, we went by Jericho. And? and There's this one part of the wall. That is not destroyed. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Wall. Everybody, that's what everybody says. They had to have been. Had to have been. Everybody says that. We believe that that's where Rahab was because that's the only part of the wall that's still standing to, had to have been. this day. Oh, that's so it cool. Is, it's exciting to see that. That is very cool. 
See, and that's another thing. God's promise. Visual. You know, we get visuals yes. of God's promise all around us. Yes. Well, he says even in, in his ancient Jerusalem city. Yeah. Well, he says invisible qualities. We see it all the time. His invisible qualities. Mm-hmm. Everything represents something. And then you can't escape the Lord. People are like, well, how do they not? What about people who don't hear? The Lord says, everybody's going to hear. Everybody's going to see it because I put it in my creation. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think the scientists or the evolutionists are trying to stop cre- or trying to disprove creation or p- pretend that it never happened? Because God said, I'm going to prove myself in my creation. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to stop God. And you're just going to sit there and kind of shake your head. And you're like, you're not stopping God. Who you are can't. We? we are not yeah. anything to be able to stop God. I mean, just sit back, grab your coconut and popcorn and, mm-hmm. and just kick back and watch this because it ain't going to happen. One day they're going to be before the Father, and they're going to have to give a testimony and account. I'm sorry, I, stri- I tried to stop you, Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how'd that work out for yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. When you're standing before the Lord, you know, I, I told this one, there was a, we were out praying, and there was this guy that's, he, he was, anyway, that's why I'm not allowed to be unchaperoned anymore. And um, so, because I tried to give him the gospel message, and probably was not, uh, he was crazy. And um, I don't know, he called down a few false gods, Zeus being one of them. And um, yeah, finally, I was trying to give him the gospel message and it just wasn't going well. And finally, I said, I feel so sorry for you when you go before the great white throne. And he looks at me, he goes, he stopped. He goes, you feel sorry for me? I said, I I said, I feel so sorry for you. He goes, what, you feel sorry for me? And I'm like, yeah, because when you stand before the great white throne, you can't say you didn't know. I turned around, walked off. Uh, hopefully he went and looked it up. I hopefully hope so too. I'm not, so, I did give him a bookmark with all the different scriptures for salvation, but I am not allowed to be left alone by myself anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know why. I don't know either. I don't know why Rain you need rules. a chaperone. I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably not the best chaperone. You know, we get in trouble a lot. Yeah, well, but <laughs> in a fun way. Yeah, about to say in, in a, a fun, fun way. way. Let's clear that up. Yeah, in a fun way. Clear that up. At least I'm not by myself. No. What do you call it? Partner in crime. Yes, yes, yes. Partner. Unless in crime. you're an aunt, and then that sounds bad. So you're just an aunt. What? It's a T-shirt that says "partner uh, aunt" because partner in crime sounds like a bad oh. um, influence. <laughs> oh, that's T-shirt. funny. Is that something Jennifer got you? Uh, no. Uh, well, I told Gina I need that shirt, and she just shook her head because it's really true. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's, let's get back to this. So, so, um, we see Rahab. Okay. So Rahab's story ends. No, no, no. Let's back up. Rahab's story doesn't end at chapter 25. Mm -mm. Jericho's story ends at 25. Rahab's story continues on and is actually mentioned a few other times throughout the Bible. Yes. And, um, this is what we're about to see. We're about to look at this. Um, so I, I um I uh, I've got this thing that I always I I use it all the time and I to you I'm always like true fact I'm um, half true the time fact. and I go mm, no not facts <laughs> true fact my son says something very different instead of saying true fact he says end of story end of story has he never heard of a part two or I don't a trilogy know. or um well that's his way of saying true fact period. Yeah, okay. in the story, no, no, no. And the thing is, right here, this is not end of story no. for Rahab. Nope. This is not the end of the story for her. And we're about to see this because of her brave actions. Her life continues on through eternity. A pagan harlot has an amazing story that has an amazing 
ending. And we're going to dig into that. But first, we're going to look at a few fun facts. I pulled a few fun facts from her story. And we're going to look at them. Okay, fun fact number one, she was a harlot. And I looked this up in the thesaurus. And it uses the word fallen woman as an adjective. It also uses the word scarlet, which we're going to see is a little bit significant. Okay, we also know that she was a Canaanite, the known hated enemy of the God of Israel. Well, they were coming to take over Canaan because that was the land they were promised. Exactly. Um, Might make some people feel a little agitated and upset. Who? The Canaanites. The Canaanites. We're sorry. No. We didn't do it. God did it. I'm about to say, God said that was yeah. going to be your land. And, and because they would not follow him, they had idols and false gods. And the Lord gave them how many hundreds of years to change? And they didn't. They're still going strong. In the wrong way. Yeah. Well, here they are. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. So we know that she was a Canaanite. We know that she took in the spies. And um, we know that she hid them by, I'm doing air quotes here, covering them. We also know that she professed her knowledge to their God, um, about their God, to them about their God. She gave them an exit plan to safety. She completely protected them. She kept her oath to them all with a scarlet rope. So what we're going to learn is that um, what are we going to learn? We're going to learn a lot of things. Okay, here's what we're going to learn. That this woman was a dang hot mess. That her lifestyle alone proves that she was a dang mess. She she would be what we would call maybe filthy, dirty, unworthy, completely damaged. Yeah, because I don't think anyone ever grows up and says, you know, I think I'm going to be a harlot when I grow up. Yeah, what do that's you want to be exciting. when you grow up? Yeah, harlot. No, that's not normally that something leads you in that direction. Something puts you where you think you have no choice but to go that direction. You know, was she, um, some speculate maybe she was sold as a young child, uh, which if that's true, that shows a lot of forgiveness mm-hmm. because her mom and dad were there. Yep. We and don't know how she got to no, be we what don't. she is. Exactly. We don't. But pretty much certain. Now, certain religions, their oldest daughter would sometimes be sent to the temples to be prostitutes for religious ceremonies. But that's not what we're seeing here. So we don't know. But most likely she didn't grow up saying, I want to be a harlot when I grow up. Uh-uh. That, that something took her that direction. But you know what's neat? She might have been, something took her in that direction. She didn't stay there. She didn't stay there. And that's like us. We can go into a certain direction, but we don't have to stay there. We ha- can choose to turn, stop mm-hmm. and turn around. You know what that word's called? Repent. Exactly. Repent. We are allowed to repent. I don't know why I whisper. Me neither, because <laughs> I'm hoping that Repent. Really, repent. I'm also hope that made it on the audio. <laughs> Poor Ray is going to be like, wait a minute. What's oh, this? my gosh. Why is it so quiet here? I know. He has to edit all of our stuff. Yeah. Okay. Shout out. Uh, yeah. Right. Shout out. Thank you, Ray. Um, okay. So what I wanted to do is we've taken a look at her life. Now I want to flip it around and I want us to take a look at our life because we're going to see how they actually correlate and we're going to see how the Lord uses the things in her life and how he uses the things, how he uses the things in our life, how he uses the things in our life. 
And I'm going to give, I'm going to be real transparent here, which is not something I've done so far um, in our podcasts. But um, I want us to take a step back and I want us to replace the word harlot with what fits us. Mm-hmm. Because my list is actually long. And so um, I don't know if you want to go, Anna, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go first and I'm going to give a list about my life and I'm going to replace the word harlot with a whole lot of stuff that fits, mainly because I know that there are women out there. And I know that men listen to this podcast as well, but our audience is women, though. Yeah, our audience is women. And we some of us feel so damaged and ruined and beyond repair. But I want you to see there's forgiveness. Yes. And there's healing. Yes. And I'm going to give you my list. and I'm going to be real transparent about some stuff. And I, I will tell you that it actually was very hard to write my list. There's probably about 20 things on here, but I'm going to say them. I'm going to say them because there are women out there who fit this description. Maybe not all, maybe most, maybe more, maybe just some. But you're, you, you replace your words with the word harlot, and these are my words. Um, this is, um, okay, so I'm just going to start. One of the, I'm just going to go down my list and here we go. We're going to, um, liar. That was one of my things. I was a huge liar. Um, I was also a thief. What'd you steal? Makeup. Seriously? Cigarettes. Didn't know that. Uh, Nothing for my child, just stuff for me. And I was a selfish thief. That's just me. I had a baby. I wasn't stealing for my baby. I was stealing makeup. Yes. Anyway, that's what I stole. I stayed drunk. I partied every chance that I got. I slept around. I was a gossiper. I loved to start crap, walk away and watch the show. I had an abortion. Went to get my second abortion, but then I was told that I had already just lost the baby. I lived with several different men. I'm I messed around with several married men. I never slept with one. And that makes it okay because I was not an adulterer. My next one on my list, adulterer. I love the bad boys, the rebels, the abusers. And I was married to one of those for almost 20 years. Was a terrible mom because of it. Ruined my kids. Hated myself. Suicidal. Couldn't even get that right. Kept failing at that. Epic fail. I felt mine too. Yep. (laughs) High five. High five to failing. Um, I was a total loser. I, in my head, I was a total loser. I was totally, I was damaged goods. Um, I had zero self esteem. I was rude, hateful, obnoxious. No clue how I had any friends because of this, but surprisingly, I had a lot and they were probably all just like me. I had no boundaries. I had no filter over my mouth. I was very foul mouthed. And I had, I was an addict of many things. Um, Addiction of any sort is hard and messy and destructive. But I actually had an addiction to alcohol, cigarettes, sex, shoe addiction. My list actually keeps going on that. I can add a lot more to addiction. Um, 
So as I said in the beginning, I can actually relate to, to Rahab because I'm not any better than her. Um, and her, you know, our stories don't have to end there. No, they don't. Our stories don't have to end there. Um, there is, there can be a happy healing story ending for you if this is your story as well. Yeah, we don't have to stay there. We don't. And Anna, you did this list that I gave you, this girl, you don't know her. No, I've never met her. Never. Well, maybe the shoot attic. Okay, yes. I, you have yes, shoes. I have a shoot. Okay, it's still going on. <laughs> Well, I yes, mean, I have a seriously, tradition. lady, she wears a size five, okay? And she's got shoes in her closet I can wear, and I wear a size seven, and I just shake they my were, head at her. And they were sparkly. You can't yes, wear them. them. It doesn't matter. They were sparkly. Wait, you, you got them now. You're welcome. You have a you have roller skates that are size seven that you can't wear. <laughs> but roller skates are size six. They're size six. I can wear them. A whole shoe size too yes. big. <laughs> Whatever. What it I'm doesn't just, matter. Somebody's going to want these beautiful uh, skates. Yes, we, but I'm just saying that we we might want to work on that addiction. Okay, I didn't say I was addiction free. <laughs> this is what I have. Okay, I'm. Hey, listen. Out of all of my addictions, I'm down to one. We're doing kudos, good. We're doing good. Kudos to me. <laughs> Shout out to me. Anyway, okay. So back to the story. Back to the story. Um. Our 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 let. It doesn't matter how much of a mess you are, ladies. It does not matter. There is a way out. Yes. As I was telling Anna, she doesn't know this girl Mm -mm. on this list. She's never met her. You know why? Because the Lord heals. Yes. The Lord pulls all of that out and he replaces it with completely different things that are all about him. That is the girl that Anna knows now. Right. And it's not always easy. I'm not going to say it's easy. We've all had to go through a change. And some of it is My change took weeks. years. Yeah, mine too. It took years because I um, I don't have quite all that list. I was kind of a goody two-shoes until I got pregnant. And I was a uh, spiritual snob until I got pregnant in high school. That kind of, because at that moment, my li- I, I was living a, uh, two, two lives at that time because um, I was very your quiet. home life. And yeah, your... I was very quiet. I was very shy. Um, you know, so I was bullied a lot. And were um, you a bad girl, Anna? No, I was a teacher's pet. Oh, I was a okay. very much. I was a bad girl. Yeah, I was a teacher's pet. Um, I had, I told Clearly. my parents. Yeah, I told my parents I wanted to skip being a teenager and go straight to adulthood. I didn't want to be a teenager. So the idea of becoming a teenager, I didn't want to even go there. So um, you kind of did skip. I did, but, um, but it it was in a snobby kind of rude kind of way. Like I said, it was a spiritual snob because I did follow the rules. I buried the rules. I followed the rules and everything, but I got tired of being bullied and picked on and made fun of. And if you name it, I got picked on it by it, whether it was deserved or not down to my socks. And they made fun of my socks because they were white with Coca-Cola on it. I bet they were adorable. They were adorable, but I got picked on and made fun of that. And so everything. So I came, became very quiet shy very withdrawn Trying to be invisible i wanted to be invisible and i did anything to stay invisible as a water a, a wall butterfly although it, i will tell you when you become a wall butterfly you learn how to observe people and make very good observations because you don't have a choice you don't talk to anybody <laughs> and so some people are like well that's just the introvert yeah i don't see that in the bible 
that, that whole introvert, extrovert thing, I don't see it in the Bible. And the Lord didn't let me stay there. Mm-mm. And so, um, you know, what, what it was is I had prayed and said, Lord, can I just have a boyfriend so people will leave me alone? And Lord's like, okay. Actually, Satan's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Lord's like, that's how you're going to pray? <laughs> that's how you're going to pray. Selfish, really. And then next thing you know, I'm, I'm pregnant and everybody knows that I lied. Because a lot of people thought I was, well, some people thought I was going to be a virgin for the wrong reasons. And then others thought I could do it. And so anyway, the reason I say that is because by the time I met Ray, I was very quiet, very shy. I didn't talk to anybody. And he started trying to talk to me. I don't talk to anybody. So he got me out of it. But the Lord started really working on me. It's like pulling weeds, though, mm-hmm. and taking a weeder, weeder, weed eater and trying to take a lawnmower and... I can't be quiet anymore. I can't be shy anymore. I can't be a wall butterfly because how am I going to tell people about the gospel message of Jesus if I'm sitting in my house by myself? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those who are saying, well, I'm just an introvert. Really? Or is the Lord asking you to do more than that? And you're just too scared. Well, you behind I, your brick wall. Yeah. Because I was a very scared, anxious, nervous person. You mm-hmm. think I'm a mother hen now? I was 10 times the mother hen back when I was in high school and junior high. I mothered anybody that let me mother them. You know, kind of like the big lizard in the bathroom. Yes. It's winter. <laughs> you just want to be warm and cozy. But um, Ray made you throw him outside. Something about maybe not worrying about him getting squished. Don't <laughs> tell everybody that he's there. Because <clears throat> we had a Bible study coming to our house. He goes, Anna, you cannot tell everybody to watch out for the lizard. I honestly didn't understand why I couldn't. I think it was a great <laughs> plan. I wouldn't have used your bathroom, but okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyway, well, he was hanging out on my toothbrush. Got a new toothbrush, by the way, in case anybody was oh, wondering. Thank, thank goodness. I'm so happy. <laughs> now we have covers on all our toothbrushes. <laughs> but I'm just, my point is, is we all have a different list. We all have different size list. It doesn't make one better than the other. Just because Joanna's list is bigger than mine or my list is bigger than somebody else's, it doesn't make one person better than the other. What it shows is, is the Lord says, look, I'm going to meet you where you're at, but I'm not going to leave you there. We're going to move and we're yeah. going to move forward. And you're going to be a person. Um, a lot of people in our church have no idea that I used to be very quiet, shy, and never talk. Now y'all can't get me to shut up. I mean. True fact. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. It was perfect. Okay. Well, it is actually. I can't, I can't argue with that one. End of story. I can't argue with that one. <laughs> but, but it's neat is because when I really, really started walking with the Lord, I had several people that are like, you're different. And at first I couldn't figure out why they're like, you're different. I'm like, oh yeah, I am. Well, they had known the old Anna. And now I want to also, we would need to talk about that too. Some people who've known, I bet you, Joanna, have you ran into somebody who knew you when you were younger? Yes. Did they accept you for the new person you are now? Or Um, did they not see it? No, they all realized that even my family, my family will tell you that I'm a completely different person. Um, I most most of my friends that were in, you know, I don't know that I have have I ran into. I'll have to get back to that question. I'm about to say because I know that some we people. Had family, we had a high school reunion. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know what? They didn't realize I was. They did realize I was very. But did different. they accept it? Because um, I know um, Ray's a lot had of problems. Them were Christians, so I'm going to say yes. Okay, because I know Ray has run into some people, and they refuse to believe that he's different, and and. And it's 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 really odd to watch these people because they want to leave him 
where he was Mm -hmm. and not see him for who he is today. Maybe that's because they're still there. Exactly. So that's why I want to, that's one of the things I wanted to remind the ladies. You may have be a changed person. You might be in this change and it is going to be hard for some people to accept. Or they're going to think you're just making it up or it's just going to be temporary. Don't give up. Yep. And then you don't have to necessarily um, have a relationship with them. You don't actually have to talk to them again. You know, if they're not out of unforgiveness, but some people are, like you said, um, we have to forgive everybody. Yes. But if they're an abuser, that doesn't mean you have to hang out with them either. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Forgive them and love them from a distance. There's plenty of people that I had to love from a distance because they hadn't changed. They are still in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can't walk with you. Like Jacob and Esau, Mm -hmm. they couldn't walk together. Jacob's Mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry, Esau, I love you, but I can't walk with you. Yeah. Because he was walking a different life. Yep. And there's plenty of people out there like that. I can't. I'm sorry. I love you, but I can't walk mm-hmm. with you because I can't walk that path. Mm-hmm. But you are more than welcome to come walk on my path. Mm-hmm. It's a narrow road, but there's plenty of room. Yeah. More than one person fits on a narrow road. Exactly. Even if you're a single file. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just saying. Right? Love it. Hey, there's always a way. Exactly. There's always a way. So what I wanted to do is now that we've given our list, are you done with your list or do you have more? More, I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's I'm sure right. there's plenty more. I just can't think of it right I now. I didn't want to go on if you had more. No, I don't okay. think so. All right. So what I wanted to do is we talked about some fun facts a few minutes ago. I'm going to revisit them because there's a reason. Bear with me. Okay. So let's start. I'm just going to start completely back over. She was a harlot. She was considered a fallen woman. Um, and another word for harlot is scarlet. I love that. And we're going to find out why. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was a Canaanite, which was a known hated enemy of um, Israel and the God of Israel. She took in the spies. She hid them by covering them. She professed her knowledge. I'm sorry. She professed her knowledge of their God. She gave them an exit plan to safety. She completely protected them. She kept her oath all by a scarlet ro- uh, scarlet robe. I'm sorry, scarlet rope, R-O-P-E, rope. Okay, so what she did was... Good job. <laughs> Eventually, her time's a charm. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay, so she. So what she did is she took... I'm going to recap. She took in these two men who followed a God she shockingly knew a lot about, one that she feared, respected, and revered. She and was, knew who could save her. Knew who could save her. She was used by that very same God to rescue those two spies, protect them, give them an exit plan to safety by keeping her oath and hanging a red scarlet rope on her window seal. And who does this sound like to you? Sounds a whole lot like Jesus to me. Mm -hmm. And here's why. Because Jesus used his oath to cover us protect us, give us an eternal exit plan all by his scarlet blood. So no matter how fallen we are, and you just heard both of our list, there is no God like him. There is no God other than him. He is our savior. He offers that very same thing to you. And if you don't know him, There is still time, ladies. There's still time. There is still hope, even in this messed up, fallen, crazy, virus, chaotic world. 
that we live in right now. And all we have to do is ask for forgiveness. It's that simple. And, and when I is it that simple? It is because, and that was one of the things I didn't understand when I got pregnant with my son. I thought I had to fix my mistake. I thought it was my fault. I, I hurt people. I need to fix my mistake. And so I wound up marrying him thinking this is one of the ways I'm going to fix my mistake. It'll be one big happy family. No, I don't know if I ever actually thought those words. That's what I thought. But I thought I was going to fix my mistake, (laughs) make it right. And I didn't. It it got worse and worse and worse. And until one day he decided, he's like, you know, I think we ought to get a divorce. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, I think we ought to. But I'll let you know on Wednesday. That was a long wait. Wednesday. I got to talk to some people. Apparently, everybody else knew about my divorce about me. Wednesday gets there and he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get divorced. You can leave on Wednesday, Friday. Pack my stuff in the trash bag. Bye. But um, where I was going That's with awesome. that is, yeah, it was, he sounds, yeah. sounds delightful. <laughs> I'm not going to tell He's you no better than mine. He's no better than mine. mine is, mine I'm not going to tell you what else he asked right before I left either. Oh, mm-mm. yeah. One last time before you go. Oh, oh I'm not kidding. Just making a memory. Yeah, right. That's how <laughs> flippant. Don't slap me. Just making a memory. <laughs> but that also showed me a lot, you know. But. Where his mindset was. Yeah, and the Lord rescued me out of that. It was the, the abuse was going to come. It was already starting because he was threatening yeah. my life, threatening to kill me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just a matter of time. Yeah, he threatened to cut my head off, threatened to beat me. And um, so it was a matter of time. It was. Mm-hmm. The Lord was rescuing me early, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. But um, Which goes right back to what we were talking about. Yes. Rescues yes. you. Yeah, he rescued. And why we rescue at different levels, I don't know. Sometimes we're hard-headed and we need... We need a little bit more. Or he's got some other lessons. There's side, sad yeah. things all the time. And I'm, I'm sometimes so, we have to be left in right. time out a little bit longer because we're a little bit more hard headed. And really, honestly, I don't remember where I was going. With this. Oh, well, forgiveness. So, okay, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm like, so, you know, I don't know. It's such a good story. Like this. Uh, but <laughs> that's what I mean. So I thought I had to fix my own mistake. And so for really, for, for all these years, if I make a mistake, I get really upset. You know that. We've had that discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I get so upset with myself if I make a mistake because I think I you hurt could somebody. You care less if somebody else makes a yeah, mistake. If somebody else this make, is all yeah. about you. Exactly. If somebody else makes a mistake, I don't care. Let me help me. That's what I'm here for. So I'm talking to the Lord the other day about it. And I'm like, I, I get so upset when I make mistakes. And, and, and he's like, because I had learned back then, you know, all you have to do is ask me to forgive me. I'll forgive you. Just ask me to forgive you. And help you. He'll and help, help you. you. And he will. And, and I'm like, you know, I'm, Lord, I don't like making mistakes. And he goes, he said, but it's okay. You made a big mistake. It's called sin. He said, but I took it for you. I fixed it for you because you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I could do it. I wanted to do that for you. I wanted to help you. And I wanted to forgive you and fix your mistake. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.